Olivia, you are the Scarlet Witch. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. How did you how did you feel when they said the Scarlet Witch? Did you have a DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood moment? I did, I did. In fact, I actually hey, look thought yeah, camera. yeah, I actually thought about that exact uh moment scene when that happened. Um as did I guess all of the internet because mm-hmm. that's all I saw on Twitter. Um, but I I was like, oh, finally, they finally said it. Cause yeah. Again, I think I said this in our last episode because I think it was in episode four where director Hayward was like, she doesn't have a name or anything like an alias. And yeah, let's uh, revisit that because we have Captain America. We have Iron Man. We Mm -hmm. have Mm Spider-Man. Do they did they call Bucky the Winter Soldier? Like, was that how he was known at large or just within inside the government whenever he was like a big threat? I, I think it was more like inside the government. As far as I know, they yeah. haven't been like, all right, this is this is our group of Avengers and there's a winter soldier. Um, yeah. Although I don't know how many people would actually consider him in in this universe, not like, you know, actual people. Um, I don't know how many people within the universe would consider him an Avenger. Yep. So I yeah. Yeah, and then well, then you have Doctor Strange, you have Star. Oh, Lord. we're using our made up names. Yes. So that and that's a great scene, and so I'm kind of thinking through the meta the meta ness of mm-hmm. how the MCU moved away from. You know, Spider Man is my secret identity. And mm-hmm. some of these superheroes are kind of out in the open. They got away from that, which was kind of clever. Mm-hmm. Then you have who, who else? The Blick Penta. <laughs> uh, RIP. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, but then, but then uh, Pietro, when he was alive, wasn't called, he didn't call him. He didn't go by Quicksilver. Right. And then uh, yeah, Clint, yeah. Clint doesn't even, they don't even call him Hawkeye. I don't think. I don't Have know you if thought about ever that? called I don't him think Hawkeye. Ever... And they definitely didn't call him Ronan whenever he went on his killing right. spree. The internet has called all of these people by their, their names, their aliases. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... Ant-Man? Yeah. Ant-Man, yeah. Falcon. They do call him... I... Fal- they, they call him Falcon. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I love I that know. we're I love that we're kind of thinking we're so good hard. at this. We're so yeah. good at this, but we're also thinking very hard about it on a Sunday night. <laughs> on a Sunday night, yeah. Uh because they don't ever I don't think they ever call Captain Marvel Captain Marvel. I mean they call her Carol. Carol. Carol Danvers, and she's Carol. Vers. Yeah. Yeah, Vers is like, hmm. My but, sister texted me, you'd appreciate this. My sister yes. texted me a couple seconds ago and said that she watched Captain Marvel and she loves it. She oh, watched good. it for the second time and loves it. Nice. So, yeah. Great. Wait, is it one of the sisters I've met? I don't think so. Have you met Miriam? I I briefly. don't think so. I think I met okay. her briefly the night you got engaged. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's was, the only time I've ever actually interacted with her. It was a good night. I had a good, that was a good time. It was a good time. It was a good time. And then I drove back to Oklahoma in a terrible thunderstorm. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's okay. I'm really happy you came. I am too. 
you made the night a lot more a lot more fun it was a lot of fun that was a really fun night anyway anyway we're not here to to reminisce on my past (laughs) yeah uh i let's yeah okay let's recap okay seven eight and nine and okay. we have a we have a lot to talk about yeah because so we'll just... you and i have not actually talked about the finale we really haven't talked about the last two episodes no not really we've been pretty busy and yes. similar to the last time we recorded this we talked very briefly before hitting record so you're gonna be uh here in our stream of consciousness yeah uh recapping and revisiting and mm-hmm. speculating so and I'm pretty excited because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we just need to. Yeah. Let's just jump into it because I think that we have some interesting things yeah. to counter on each other once right. we have recaps. So let's recap. Let's do. Re- yeah. So, episode seven, breaking yes. the, fourth, the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this episode, uh, it's the most like modern era of sitcoms. They're like kind of spoofing here. It's it's very much like uh, Modern Family. And it had like like it very much feels like Modern Family. Isaac, have you ever watched Modern Family? I've watched like three episodes. Okay, I've, I, it's comedies and sitcoms are always one of those things where I I know that I would like them, but I just mm-hmm. have I am not diligent enough to carve out the time to sit down gotcha. and watch them. Okay, so. Modern Family is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like that's something that you know my family had watched over the years, and uh, it's it's great. Claire is like the the mom in the show that what is her name Julie Bowen Bowen I can't remember her name and mm. something like that anyway she plays the mom and and you can tell that Wanda is supposed to be very much acting like that character in in the show mm-hmm. um but the hex has expanded because yep. it's the episode following the Halloween episode. And so Darcy is now on the hex. She ends up te- teaming up with Vision. And Vision gets to hear all about what happened throughout the, the MCU timeline mm-hmm. from Darcy. Um, we don't actually ever meet any great um, aerospace engineer. We no. all thought that we would. Which was a big and tease. It was a big tease. Uh, big but... Maybe it was because the internet just hyped it up and we all were hoping it would be something and it, it really wasn't, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see Monica go back into the hex and she gets powers all of a sudden. Crazy. Which they hint at earlier because Darcy tells her that she her cells have, um, which, what was the word she used? Re, regen- oh, not re realigned reconfigured or something reconfigured like that. your dna twice. yeah once going in once going once out going out and then she went in a third time mm-hmm. and so we are probably gonna see her we will for sure see her again uh the character of monica and so that was a big deal and then at the end of the episode we get the very catchy tune of agatha all along so and she killed Sparky. She killed him. Which is why? Maybe the most. Evil Sparky thing. was a. Re- Do you think Sparky was a real dog? I mean, in the comics. Yeah. No, like, oh, like oh, you oh, know oh. how in the what, sh- like. Yeah, because like yeah, the yeah, kids are quote yeah. unquote real. But oh. 
Do you think she just like just kind of conjured him out of nowhere the way she did the kids? Probably because because it's very because they show up. Sparky shows up in the like kind of eighties nineties esque episode, Mm. right? Yeah, and um. I guess it was more. It was, it was like the Full House episode. Yeah, which I felt like that was a pretty common like trope in sitcoms, especially at that era, like in that era of like kind of a dog just showing up out of nowhere, right? Like, yeah. Um, I was just so, I was really upset that she killed the dog. I was upset, but I was not surprised mm-hmm. by that. Once you we it was the the big reveal that it was Agatha. So and, that's and Agatha or okay. So what happens? Yes. So Wanda walks walks down the basement, mm-hmm. and it's this weird, creepy lair. Mm-hmm. And Agatha reveals herself. Then you get the tune. Mm-hmm. It was Agatha all along, and then it ends. Beginning it ends. of episode eight. Am I missing anything big from episode seven? No, no, I think that's it. I mean, go ahead. The the opening song for episode seven is pretty similar. The, the theme song is pretty similar to The Office, which I appreciate a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was. And I really like that. So because Modern Family is kind of a, a more controlled. A little bit like, yeah, more controlled, more produced version of The Office mm-hmm. with a lot smoother camera work but it's still a sitcom style the office is kind of a little bit more shaky and and, Mm -hmm. impromptu zooms which adds to it right Um, but yes kind of liked how both of those were referenced yes Uh episode seven episode eight you walk down she walks down to the basement sees agatha agatha's like yo i'm at wait wait, wait, no episode eight begins with her origin in this in Salem, Massachusetts. In Salem, Massachusetts, in sixteen something. No, it's like, like seventeen eighty three, I think. It was like around the time the Salem witch trials were happening. I think we're not historians; um, we're film yeah, podcasters. That's right. So, what did you think about this scene? A couple interesting things I noticed, but I wanted to hear what what your um, thoughts are. I. Kind of thought it was a little cheesy. I did too. I was okay. very much taken out. Yeah. Of it. I mean, I I'm glad that we got to see a little bit of her history and backstory. I thought it was a little cheesy. Someone even said this on Twitter, and I wish I knew who it was. It was it wasn't anyone I actually know personally, I think. Mm-hmm. But at the at the end of this episode which we've already talked about um, whenever, you know, Agatha says, you are the Scarlet Witch. Someone said that had a lot of like Disney Channel original movie vibes to it. At the end and of, I felt, is that the, the end of? That's at the end of this episode. Whenever Agatha says, yeah. you are the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And so it said that the person was like, it's got a lot of decom vibes to it, which is, I think, a great way to describe it actually <laughs> yeah and that's how i felt about the very beginning it just felt kind of cheesy and i don't know if that's i don't think that was purposeful that's just how i like kind of viewed it mm-hmm. what are your thoughts tell me your thoughts 
I, I mean, so, and I, I'm, I, I'm trying to be careful because I, I like to think through mm-hmm. what is an appropriate criticism and what is just like a nitpick and preference. And so okay. a lot of times when we say like, oh, that's cheesy or corny, some movies or shows or whatever, mm-hmm. or like, I mean, any kind of pop, popular media, it's sometimes it's put in there for on purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. you you hear it in music and I, I, I just think that the first, so you get the first two episodes or is it three episodes? Which episode do you get to see the outside world with Monica? Is that four? It's three or four. four. It's four. It's episode four. Yep. Yes. So this, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is like those first three episodes, you know that this is fake. Mm -hmm. You know that the world you're seeing is fabricated by Wanda or by someone else. And you're just along for the ride and enjoying the camp and the winkiness Mm -hmm. and the, and all that stuff. When Mm -hmm. you get to four, you're like, this is the MCU. I'm back Mm -hmm. in it. This is kind of a breath of fresh air because this is, this is, familiar territory to me mm-hmm. when we go to salem it does not feel like familiar territory that's a good way to describe it it's it feel it feels contrived and they've shown historical things in the past with like baron von strucker or not baron mm-hmm. von strucker but like you know just other with things like- well, with like the first Captain America. Yes. You know, it's and it's like, in. it's grounded. It has its own vibe and all that. And it wasn't really. So, some of it's, this is interesting because Catherine Hahn's performance, I paid attention to it more the second time I watched episode eight. Mm-hmm. But she has this very interesting, the way she's acting as Agatha is someone who gave into the power, but doesn't want to. She doesn't necessarily want to hurt the co- her coven. Did you kind of pick up on that? She's like, if you would only teach me, and she just she knows yeah. that the power in her is, or that she inadvertently, however you choose to look at it, is going to kill all these women mm-hmm. <laughs> and or all these witches, and then she does. And so mm-hmm. I I appreciate that a little bit more the second time I watched that up ep- that scene. But also at the same time, like I thought it was pretty creepy. I liked how she sucked all the life out of the other witches and they all fall yeah. down. That's pretty creepy. But like it the is. font, the colors, the just all of that was very much not Doctor Strangey, which yeah. I know is what it like connects to thematically and mm-hmm. visually. So I was very I, was I just like, had a thought. Okay. So yeah, go for it. I so okay, because really up to that this point. You could probably watch this show with a, with like younger kids and mm-hmm. it'd be like totally cool because I mean, for the most part, it, especially the classic sitcoms, mm-hmm. very much family friendly, very much like appropriate for any age. And I wonder if like they were also trying to keep that in mind as they were making that 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 scene at the very beginning of episode eight yeah yeah it's it felt like trying not to like mm -hmm. be too creepy but also like keeping in mind like families are gonna be watching this Mm -hmm. and because i mean i don't know that's that's just a thought i had of like maybe they were trying to keep that in mind moving forward Mm -hmm. um although i'm very intrigued by like 
how Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse into Madness is going to be because they've described that as being the MCU's first scary movie. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, um, yeah, that was those were my thoughts on the the opening scene. It's it wasn't necessarily bad. I don't think it just kind of felt like it felt like a weird shift. If you were to look at the greater MCU, it felt kind of out of place. But maybe it's because the MCU's never gone that far back before. This is obviously something new the MCU is doing as far as like television is concerned. So, and I mean, here's the other. Here's another thing. The oh one one thing that I just thought of randomly that I'm gonna put out here. Did you notice that the queen or the queen witch or whatever the leader? had a little like a crown on her head when she was trying to suck the life out of Agatha. No. And full disclosure, I've only watched episode eight, nine once. I wasn't able to rewatch them like I would have hoped. So no, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of noticed it the first time, but I only watched. Yeah. I, I only watched episode eight twice, which was interesting here. Here's the thing. I, we're, let's let's jump ahead to yeah i feel like we spent so much time on this yeah, scene, and i did yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like out of this is probably my least favorite scene of the entire mcu so let's yeah jump i i would agree or at least that. A, the entire series of this show so moving forward we really get to revisit all of wanda's terrible trauma she's experienced Th- that's what's strange the beginning beginning scene not not my favorite the yeah. rest of her re- revisiting her really tragic uh memories yeah very effective very Mm -hmm. well done very enjoyable the very end with agatha Mm -hmm. uh holding on to the kids with her magic lassos Mm -hmm. and call and proclaiming that wanda is the scarlet witch Mm -hmm. did not like i mean i i i liked that it just it just felt it, it felt so strange because the show, and again, I'll go back to like the show had done such a good job of like this is a time period, this is a period piece. This is, mm-hmm. you know, we're showing you the twenties or thirties. We're showing you the the fifties, the seventies, nineties, modern. You, you would expect it to get a little bit more crazy and intense, and maybe a little bit of I, I expected a little bit more of multiverse of madness vibes. Yeah, because you know that's what's coming. But then right. also, what Wanda's doing is like pretty terrible, and they kind of yeah. touch they they touch on that. But especially I kinda, in the next yeah. episode, yes. And I I but I expected. Th- I feel like my my whole problem is that the showdown of like a, a beat him up, punch him across the sky, mm-hmm. throwing orbs in, and now I'm going into episode nine. Is MCU fair that doesn't work for WandaVision? Because WandaVision was tr- what the whole time had been succeeding at setting up a story in such a unique way mm-hmm. that it didn't try to finish in a u- unique way. Do you agree or do you feel differently? That's how I feel. I felt like there was going to be some kind of thriller complex way that Agatha was going to that's almost or like that Wanda was going to defeat. In a sense. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. A Doctor so, Strange type of ending. 
and not yes. a this was honestly like a not a captain this was like kind of like a thor ending in some ways and i feel like agatha's <laughs> done a big disservice so i'll let you talk i'm kind of rambling <laughs> oh you're good yeah so so for all of episode eight it's just revisiting all of wanda's trauma which mm. i not to brag or anything but i already talked so much about her trauma before and so i'm so glad that they hit on that trauma because yep. so many people have like I, I've had a couple people text me who listened to, amazingly listened to our episode, uh, over, uh, WandaVision, and they were like, I never even thought about all the stuff she's gone through, and I was like, thank you, thank you for like also recognizing that. Yep. But I'm glad that they hit that hit on that, and then in the final episode, the series finale, we see a lot of stuff happen, but also it felt like not a lot happened. Yes, and yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Ag- you are wondering who's doing this. Right. And then you have to have a villain. And so writing this whole thing, it's either you make Wanda the villain mm-hmm. or you make someone else the villain. Dude, and it's, okay. it's more complex to, to have Wanda be creating the, the mirage uh-huh. and holding all these people captive. She is the villain in that sense. But yes. then Agatha's there trying to... F- figure out who she is and agatha is like done a i i believe that she's done a huge disservice by revealing how powerful she is and then being defeated so easily and i understand that like i like the logic by which she mm-hmm. was defeated with the runes yes with the runes yeah i i like that but then also i don't understand it doesn't make sense how wanda learned to do the runes other than like visually replicating Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. that that logic is kind of i'm I'm getting a little nitpicky but i don't know to nitpick your nitpick do you think it's fair to say wanda is so powerful so much more powerful than she realizes that she can just simply pick up on that stuff and then just do it sure yeah and like totally i mean i think like sure i think that's a fair nitpick of yours um like that almost seems like a little too easy Mm -hmm. but i I mean, I've been saying this for years. I've had this opinion for years at this point, like past four or five years, honestly, that Wanda is probably the strongest character in the MCU. Yeah. Um, because we have no idea the depths of her abilities, right? Right. Um, but I do, I, f- I feel like the c- the series finale was almost in a sense kind of anticlimactic i think i was hoping for more to like build on for the future Mm -hmm. does that make sense um i also really kind of wanted to see like monica help wanda fight agatha yeah i didn't there was just it felt very capery right at the end with (laughs) with Darcy T-boning Hayward. Yeah. yeah. And then the and I, I like that uh Randall, Randall Park is or uh, Jimmy Woo's like my guys are gonna be here in 20 minutes. And then he gets out <laughs> and like proves how resourceful he is by like yeah. getting out of the handcuffs. And then he's like, Hey man, uh could y'all be here in like 20 minutes? Yeah. I thought that was I thought that was really clever and really funny. Uh n- another highlight from the finale for me. Were the two visions talking? Yeah. I mean, 
shoot, they should have had more scenes of that mm-hmm. because, and this is going to lead into another rabbit hole. Vision's such a Vision is the character who is asking the hardest questions in all of the MCU. Oh, a hundred percent beyond beyond like Captain America, uh, like that whole, phases one through three, the conflict with Captain America and Iron Man arguing about like personal liberty mm-hmm. and personal freedom and government mm-hmm. oversight. Very clever, very intriguing. Vision's the best part of Age of Ultron. Yeah, Vision's like is the best part of this the finale. I I think just because they're talking about existence and it's really cool mm-hmm. and interesting. But then you have Agatha and Wanda just kind of punching each other in the sky, and it's like okay, you know, like yeah. I to me it felt like Marvel was kind of oh, okay, okay. We got we got them all in. We're we're proving that we can do this and that mm-hmm. we have a bunch of ideas. Now we can just kind of finish it. And I felt mm-hmm. that way with the the teaser at the end too, with the scroll. Yeah, I my hope is that this will feel like it will actually be paid off later in the MCU. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. I don't know if it will, because also, as much as I don't want this to happen, at some point. I'm going to be disappointed in the MCU and just feel like, I don't know if I can keep doing this anymore. I just know I'm going to get burned out. Oh, you meant, you mean like that disappointment? Overall. Yeah. yeah, Like just overall, like I think at some point, like it's just going to, they can't keep like outdoing themselves every time. And maybe they can, Mm -hmm. but I just, I don't know. I think at some point it is going to decline in a sense and i don't i don't know when that will be i'm not saying that it's going to happen in the next phase but i think i my hope is that it will pay off like the teasers we've gotten from the ending in credit scenes i hope it will pay off in the future well and i think i think that's a good that's a really good point and i think it's important to (laughs) like there's some there are some podcasts i've listened to and some forums that i've read where i'm kind of like these people are taking this really like really seriously like almost too seriously and so Mm -hmm. i think it's important to remember that like the mcu is not it's excellent entertainment Mm -hmm. but even like that entertainment falters because of just it is trying hard to be entertainment and wandavision succeeded because it was unique and clever Mm-hmm. The, those first i would say up until uh, up through seven it was like okay uh, i'm this is you have me this is weird and interesting but i can tell mm-hmm. it's mcu and then eight and nine were were pretty disappointing for me not to the point where i'm like all right i'm throwing in the towel but also there were no there was no new marvel content in 2020 and you yeah. and i and that's why i asked that in that first episode we did on wandavision was uh, or like i asked you like what like are we've grown as people who have who consume media and consume movies and we watch unique things we watch old things Mm -hmm. and things in different languages and it's just there are things that are of better leaner quality than, (laughs) than this and i think that's why i'm i'm kind of viewing all of these i guess these last three episodes with a more critical 
approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it on and, and I I just feel like it doesn't hold up as well as it should, given the quality you, of the first seven. Do you think? Do you think that maybe it feels? almost a little anticlimactic because we know this isn't the end for any of these characters. Like oh, yeah. there's, there's no way that there's, I, I just, I have a hard time believing this is the last time we'll see Catherine Hahn as Agatha. Like, Oh, sure. Sure. Like, I think we'll see her again. I think the reason why Wanda didn't kill her is because they're going to bring in Agatha later in like, later down the road at some point it may be in mm-hmm. dr strange it may be in something else i don't know um we know wanda is for sure going to be in dr strange monica is going to be in captain marvel 2 mm-hmm. there's white vision just takes off and so yeah where did he go where did he go when's he going to show up again who knows but he's going like there's no way he's not right um i have a feeling randall park as Jimmy Woo will show up again in he better. Um, Ant-Man. I, I would be upset if he didn't. Holy Christmas. <laughs> um, Darcy, I don't, I don't honestly don't know. I bet Darcy will show up in, for in Thor 4. I don't know if she's been cast. I don't know if she's been confirmed to be in it, but I would, I honestly, at this point, I would be disappointed if they didn't bring her mm-hmm. in, even if it's just for like a few scenes. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to see all these characters again. Um, so maybe that's another reason why it felt kind of like eh, at the end. Also, I don't know if you feel this way. I was thinking about this. There are very few like finale, like series finales that I am just satisfied with. Like most of the time, I feel like series finales are not that great. I think the only... Hmm. This is a worthy rabbit hole going into. I think the only series finale where I was just chills, blown away, completely, yes, amazing way to end it was Breaking Bad. I had a feeling you were going to say Breaking I think, Bad. I think Breaking Bad might be the only. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, but but you've watched this, all the Sopranos, right? I haven't finished The Sopranos. Okay. Okay. It's and taken I, I me almost yeah. a year to finish it because Uh-oh. it's, I just haven't had time. But um, no, I haven't finished it. I do kind of sort of know how it ends. And I know mm. lots of people have strong feelings about how the way The Sopranos ends. But like, what happens a lot with sitcoms, especially, is they just run for like, excuse me, way too long. And yeah. like, I felt that way about like, the office for example mm-hmm. ran way too long after and, and i know a lot of people are like you know after steve carell left they should have ended it and sure like i think there are some good episodes after him but not that many yeah um i hated hated the finale the whole final season of like new girl hated it mm-hmm. loved it all the way up to the last season um, but there was like nothing great about the finale of New Girl. Um, so like just sitcoms like that, they're like there's very very rarely do I feel like yeah okay they wrapped this up in a like and, and did such a great job ending it. And I I think one reason I'm 
I'm being highly like maybe <laughs> some people who listen to this will be like, you're not, not your Isaac's reading into this too much, but that Isaac's being too hard on the way that this finishes is because it sounds like they're not going to do a WandaVision season two. It sounds like they're no. going to like, and, and I appreciate that the MCU can do this now. They're going to do, mm-hmm. we're going to do one season telling Wanda and vision actually just Wanda's story. Yeah. But no, it's, it's kind of vision story too, but mostly Wanda. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bridge to Dr. Strange to mm-hmm. Captain Marvel too. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. They're like, we we know that everyone is going to tune in to watch this. So sure. let's just do a one-off. It's unique. There's not going to be a season two. So this was both the season finale and the series finale. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they dropped the ball in a big way in the ways that we've already discussed. Yeah. So, so there is that. And then also the, the aspect of, well, we know that Captain America signed up. And so he's not going to die in Captain America three. He signed on for, Three more roles contractually. Mm-hmm. Like we know that from a business standpoint, and that's that's been a vice of the the Disney Marvel model for for several years now, and and that's that's fine or whatever. But like, you can still write shocking things and like WTF moments into, mm-hmm. and WandaVision did. Yeah, and you 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 think that there would be at least that the kids would die and they do technically mm-hmm. they do technically does. and and i feel like a lot, the the emotional wind was taken out of the sails for me when there you see the kids dying but then they do die once wanda voluntarily ends the whole charade mm-hmm. and, but the emotional crux is with the vision disappearing saying i'm going right. to see you again i don't know how but i will see you again mm-hmm. but the kids is like you 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 come to love those kids because they're so right. great they're, they're such so great, great actors they're and so cute and charming and yeah. there's that i mean anytime you see, like like i i don't know when there would have been a time where i would be like screw that kid you know unless it was like some bully <laughs> or whatever yeah right right michael <laughs> jordan um so like you know it's different when it's an adult versus a kid dying right like it's it's different yeah. it it feels different yeah um so i will say this i really overall i really enjoyed the show yeah uh, yeah I I, it was really good yeah and, and and it does a fantastic job of talking about grief mm-hmm. and and I, I think that that's something that for a lot of people feels very like you can only feel grief for a certain amount of time you know three you know three days five days maybe two weeks like depending on you know how many um bereavement days you can get off from work right um and then after that it's like all right it's time to move on and and that's that's not the case at all um especially if you don't ever really process that which happens all the time um i saw this on twitter too someone was like um the the three characters in the mcu who needed therapy the most um, instead of finding them a therapist, they just gave them shows instead. And was talking about Wanda, uh, yeah. Bucky, and um, 
what's his face uh sam sam yeah i almost said anthony mackie and i was like no his character's name sam sam and stan <laughs> sam and sam <laughs> um but i mean wanda needs to go to therapy seriously but, i mean and, and that's okay she's had a lot of trauma in her life and i think that this is a really like people were already like making fun of the the line in from episode eight where vision is like you know what is grief but love persevering or whatever the line is like people are making fun of it on twitter um but it's i mean vision has some really profound lines in the mcu i didn't think that was contrived i thought that was a great line and paul bettany can paul bettany can say like uh anything i was trying to yes something clever but i couldn't think of anything <laughs> bacon no, he, and he, cheese yes you're right he could say he could say anything it's because of his accent 100 yep. percent. yeah um do you know like, that real quick do you know that he thought he was going to be fired whenever they were calling him in for the ultron role no he was like i thought i was gonna be fired <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like you want to be vision and he's like what yeah so Oh, anyway, nice. That's pretty cool. Anyway, what were really you going to say? I was just going to say that I really liked the way they, they talked about grief and showed yeah. the ways in which Wanda dealt dealt with it. Because I think... Also, I like this at the very end with, with the final kind of exchange between Monica and Wanda, which I, I doubt that's the last time we see those two together in the MCU. But... um where where Wanda is like they hate me they 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 all hate me or whatever she's saying like saying to Monica and Monica's like I don't blame you for for that given given your powers I would I would do the same thing and and spend time with my mom and I thought that that was a a really like great moment I'm glad that they showed that because I think that we have kind of maybe not like everyone but i think that it would be easy for us to forget that monica woke up came back from the the blip or whatever they called it and has to like immediately deal with the fact that her mom died two two or three years prior and she didn't get to say goodbye and yes which is i mean it's good writing and i want to give credit where credit's due I guess across the whole show, I guess I guess we have done that in the last two episodes yeah. that we've done, because mm-hmm. um, Monica has this, is a similar level of grief and you know sadness over mm-hmm. lo- losing someone. But yes, I, like from that perspective, he, I guess subconsciously, here's what I was expecting: I was expecting more of an interface between Wanda and Monica because they yeah. have that in common. Yeah. The other thing I was expecting was for Agatha to become a Loki figure. And I think she will be. Yes. But also, Loki is never defeated so handily the way Agatha is. You know what I mean? Like whenever she's mm-hmm. defeated and it's also kind of like she's put under the hex mm-hmm. so easily. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what confused and kind of frustrated me because I expected Agatha to be this recurring person who 
shapes Wanda in the same way that Loki shapes Thor throughout his last, throughout the three movies. Does that make sense? That's why Loki is such a great character because he's so, he's mischievous and like powerful and creates these problems, both character and plot that move those stories forward. And I felt like all of Agatha's power was taken away when Wanda defeated her so easily. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what frustrated me. Okay, I'm going to fall back to what I said earlier. I think it's just showing us that Wanda is that powerful. I, I understand kind of the frustration and the annoyance of like, well, it was right. just, it was a little too easy. I think Wanda is way more powerful than we realize. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, either in Doctor Strange or at some point in the MCU, she ends up becoming the like full on antagonist, kind of like she is in the comics at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, or House of M, or is it yes. House of M where she becomes? I think I think it's House of M, and then I feel like, oh, hi, Kitty. Isaac has one of his cats up. The black and white Mike. one. She wanted to be held. It's cute. She wants to get down now. Oh, oh. Anyway, I I think that at some point she will come back and be kind of almost kind of like an anti-hero that kind of swings back and forth, kind of like Loki. But again, I don't think this yeah. is the last we're going to see of Agatha. I, under- I, I understand why you're like anno- kind of annoyed and frustrated with, yeah. with the way. And I, and, I know that that was my second time to, to, you know, to say that, except I guess with a more, little more detail. And I acknowledge that that is completely my preference and maybe not a, well, I mean, I think it's a little bit of my opinion, but also I think that they should have done some of that a little bit differently, which I can think, but I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. no, I think Whatever. that I think that's a fair point. I understand that you feel that way, and I, I see why you feel that way. Such a therapist. Um, You're just talking to me like a <laughs> like a great therapist, mir- mirroring what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm reflecting what you're saying, yeah. Um, How do you feel about, like... Okay. Okay. So let's talk about like the end. We've mentioned that vision, okay. vision flies off. White vision flies off. White vision flies off. So he is an Android like his body. I don't, I don't know. I guess he might become, he's a carbon copy, right? That's, but that he doesn't have the mind stone. Doesn't have the mind stone, but he is sentient. Like they, they prove that he is sentient and that he mm-hmm. has free will. Because he a left and b th- that's what that whole scene between the the two visions was proving. Mm-hmm. He had well, those memories. It, I don't question. know. Question: Is it kind of? I mean, going back to to Age of Ultron, is it kind of in that same vein of like he's constantly gathering new data and letting that like can like how am I how, what am I trying to say? Yes, I know. As he's collecting new data, he's allowing that new data, that new information to uh, reconfigure his decision making process and like what, because that was the whole thing of like his, his, his programming is to destroy vision. Mm -hmm. And the whole back and forth was like, well, neither one of them are like, he's not really vision and neither is he. Um, and the, the whole ship of Theseus thing, I was like, 
see they can do it they wrote this incredibly clever and like you have to pay attention in order to understand like like the dialogue Mm -hmm. is dictating the actions of both visions in that situation Mm -hmm. it's incredibly complex and i was like i had to pay attention to understand what was going on so they proved that like disney proved that they can do it i just wish that they kind of leaned into that more and and like kind of challenged us more a little bit going back to that i know i know that's like the same complaint but anyway uh ship of theseus man i could listen to paul bettany say the ship of theseus all day yeah yeah do you think i don't know no i don't i don't i don't know never mind never mind never mind i'm just gonna about vision or no i was gonna say it almost in a I don't know if this was this is just a thought I had. I don't think this is actually the case at all. But it would be like more common for like the 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 men to fight it out and we see the visions fighting. But they end up using like philosophy and logic to resolve quote unquote resolve their their conflict. Whereas we see Agatha and Wanda, women basically fighting the whole time. And so I wonder if it was like supposed to be like, I don't think it was. That was just a thought I had, but, but Therapist I, don't, brain. I don't know if I like that thought or yeah. agree with that thought. Anyway. Maybe. Um, and then you see, so, so White Vision flies off. Mm-hmm. Hayward gets arrested by the FBI. I guess he's going to be prosecuted. It's assumed that Monica's going to be in charge of sword question mark because she's gonna go see an old friend of her mom's who is nick fury question mark makes sense and wanda lets everyone go but here's the other thing that didn't that i didn't understand she put Agatha under her hex, mm-hmm. but then she takes the mirage off. Yeah, that's a good point. I was so, as you were saying when, that, I was thinking about that same hiccup. It didn't. It doesn't make sense. I think that's a big plot hole. Uh, and so we don't know where Agatha is. We assume that she's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Then Wanda leaves. Oh, when when she comes out in her costume, I was like, oh yeah, that is a fantastic costume fantastic fantastic so i watched cool. an interview one of my friends sent me this like compilation video of like elizabeth olsen and um just in a bunch of interviews i think i said compilation interview and i meant video mm-hmm. of of all these different interviews she's done for you know marvel stuff over the years and i guess this was probably around age of ultron um she's she was saying in an interview that kevin feige approached her about playing wanda about playing the scarlet witch and apparently he said before you google her just know you don't have to wear anything that's like her costume in the comics Mm -hmm. you won't ever have to wear anything like that which ends up kind of not being true because she wears something similar to that in the halloween episode yeah but i think that out of like out of all of the costumes in the MC quote unquote costumes, this might be one of my favorites. Like, oh yeah, it's sharp and it's so cool. 
it does look like kind of kind of doctor strangey mm-hmm. yeah um, i got that's a good way to put it yeah but but well, more but more sleek and techy almost yeah, in a strange well, way even also, though she's wearing a like, cape yeah and it's still like referencing the comic book version of her costume mm-hmm. um but without it being too like i don't want to say revealing but like well they did the they did I mean, in the Halloween episode, it is pretty revealing. You see, you see a little it is. but then, yeah. but that that was also a nod to this is like the classic, classic retro comic look. Right. And so they're yeah. doing that callback, which I appreciate. So. Yeah, which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, this her, I guess now new costume, which I guess she'll probably wear in Doctor Strange as well, mm-hmm. um, is really cool. It's just sleek. It's it's awesome. It's like. I don't, I just, I just big fan all around big fan. Big fan of the costume. Yep. Super cool. Love the crown. Yeah. It looks like a crown and that yeah. that's why I'm interested to see what the connection is between like the Salem witch with the blue crown who tried to kill Agatha mm-hmm. and the crown that, uh, that Wanda wears because I mean, they, they don't explain why is it this costume? Why is it, you know, like you have a reason with Dr. Strange right goofy yeah. get up but you don't ha- yet and if they ex- i'm assuming they're going to explore that in doctor strange too yeah so, looking um, forward to it. question one of one of my friends was telling me this the other day about how um the book that agatha has he he was saying that there was a a missing book in the library in the doctor strange movie oh yeah oh, is it that book and that was what he was saying, but I, th- like, was there another missing book? Because, because, uh, what Ooh, is the bad, bad guy's name and uh, the villain's name in Doctor Strange? Ma- Mads Mikkelsen's character. Yeah, his character. Yeah. We know that he came and took one. He stole a book. Yeah. But I don't know if there was another one. And this was, we, we, we didn't get a whole lot of time to, like, actually talk about it. But, yeah, I wonder if, if that is... Because if so, they have been planning this so far out in advance. Because Doctor Strange came out when we were in college. Yep. Like, what, sophomore, junior year of college? I think it was junior year. Yeah, it was 16, (sighs) I'm pretty sure. So, what, five years ago? I mean, I'm sure the MCU has has planned that far out in advance. I mean, they have because we have titles that far out in advance. I think some things with the MCU though, they, they storyboard and put out there and then they go, they're constantly looking back to see how could we tie this in to what's yeah. already set in stone. So I don't know. I, also, I, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if they like just kind of Googled fan theories and just to see like, how can we totally. give a subtle nod to these fan f- theories? That, or like what, what do uh, they, what do they want to see? What do the fans yeah. want to see? Yeah. How do you think, here's a question for you, Olivia. How do you think Wanda got the book? I don't know. I didn't even think about that, truthfully. Because at the end we see... Is it the same book that Agatha had? Looks like it. But then you have that whole thing where Agatha's basement isn't geographically located in Westview. It's got to be somewhere else. And there's some kind of portal that you walk through in order to get down there. Yeah, I was just thinking she could have pulled a Doctor Strange, but 
they have those ring things that they have to have in order to go from like to make portals and, and maybe she can teleport. Maybe I don't know. Again, huge. We do not know the depth of her powers. And so. I like that. I like that. So maybe she can, and we don't know it yet. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I she got the think... book. I guess that's what the the very end you're you're seeing. She got mm-hmm. the book somehow. We don't know how. And some some stuff is gonna get effed up because she's getting more and more yeah. powerful. And it's kind of that part where she's at the end, kind of reading everything mm-hmm. whilst enjoying a cup of coffee. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just casually in like New Zealand. Because yep. I saw at the as the credits were rolling, because was you know, it in New Zealand do, that they filmed that? I think so. Because I is, saw this, I saw that. Yeah, because they like you know at the the credits as they roll, they always like you know give credit to wherever places they they excuse me filmed. Yeah. And I saw New Zealand, and I was like, when did they go to New Zealand? And then the end credit scene pops up, and I was like, oh, this is when oh, they went to New right Zealand. Then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Are you kidding me? I'd love to to be sipping some coffee or some tea um some warm beverage in a little cottage on the in new zealand somewhere and reading that's reading the book of death or whatever reading yeah yeah (laughs) just some light or casual reading um no that would be the dream uh yeah so and then we hear one one of the twins say something like mom help or something like that. Right so at the end? At the yes. Oh, shoot, Sorry. I missed that. Sorry, I didn't mean it like the way it sounded. I apologize for that. Sorry. Yes. Uh, you you imbecile. You did you not hear? Did you not hear? <laughs> but yeah. No, I really if, did if miss it. If you that. were to go back, go back and watch it. Um, and as like because I think she's like looking down and then she looks up. And does she and break she, the fourth wall? I don't know if she's technically like breaking the fourth wall, but she looks up almost like she's looking at the, the camera. Huh. Um, and, and like she looks up after you hear mom help or something like that. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. so is Mephisto going to be co- it coming in at some point? Because in the comics after in, the, I did a lot of research over this for the last episode we did. Good. Good. Um, in the comics, the character of Mephisto, who is a like very powerful, very strong demon, his soul is like essentially like ripped into shreds somehow. And Wikipedia, I I say I did a lot of research. I looked at Wikipedia, so like keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't tell me how that happened. Um, but. That was how Wanda was able to create Billy and Tommy was they somehow, as she was like creating them, they were like two fragments of Mephisto's souls were attached to them. So whenever like they're like killed at the end of House of M or in that storyline, they're like basically almost like reincarnated um, and they're they're born separately into separate families, and they end up meeting. This is so complicated. <laughs> I know they end up meeting again 
with meeting up again when I can't remember which one, one of them was already like a part of the young Avengers and went with, I think Kate Bishop, who we were going to see in Hawkeye, the Hawkeye show oh, yeah. um, played by Haley Seinfeld. Yes. Uh, we love Haley. Who we love. And they go and recruit the other one and they're like, you guys look, al-. it's almost kind of like a parent trap type thing where it's like, yeah. you guys look alike. Um, even though I don't think that's going to how it's going to be played out exactly in the MCU because mm-hmm. um, those they they look like they're uh, fraternal twins as opposed to identical. But yeah. anyway, so that's what happens in the comics. Don't know if that's going to be how it works out in the, the MCU, but I guess we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. Also, I think it's so funny that I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is debuting in like two weeks. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Yes. Wow. It's crazy. The tw- 20... 26th. Oh, maybe it's the 19th. Hold, hold please. Um, talks amongst yourselves while I figure this out. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier... Series premiere Friday, March nineteenth. Did you know? So, do you have you seen Wyatt Russell in anything? He's Kurt Russell's son. Maybe he is. is he in it? Yeah. Yes, I have seen him in something. What have I seen him in? Twenty two Jump Street. Yeah. I've seen him in that episode of Black Mirror. Um, he's good, okay. and he's playing a government agent, which will be fun. Ooh, that will be fun. Um. Yeah, the only thing I've seen him in is in 22 Jump Street. Did you know that... Um, do you remember at the beginning of Captain America the Winter Soldier when he fights that dude who is like 6, 8, or like 7 feet who's huge and like poses a physical mm-hmm. threat to him? Mm-hmm. That guy's going to be in it. Oh, um, he's he's uh reprising his role as Batrock the Leaper. Oh, yeah, cool. He's a MMA fighter, I think. Nice. Um, I I'm excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, um, I think it'll be fun. I'm gonna view it. I'm going into it thinking it's just gonna be a six hour action movie which is great i think that'll be fun mm-hmm. and we'll get to um, see san and stan and sam be so great that stan and sam <laughs> i don't i think that this is a worthy entry in the marvel cinematic universe with a personally kind of a disappointing ending but I'm excited for what's happening next. I don't know what's going to happen next, which is kind uh, yeah. of we could. There were some surprises in Endgame, you and Infinity War, especially. You could, I, you could argue that Infinity War should have had more stakes uh, attached to it because you only have Vision as the one who technically dies yeah does so kind of going back to my complaint from earlier but end game was still really thrilling so i'm totally totally yeah. believing that marvel can deliver on their promises I've, for thrills so yeah i was watching a video i don't remember where i saw this but it was like kind of a common complaint 
about the MCU is the kind of lack of stakes. Mm-hmm. Like people die and then come back. Like yep. Vision, we've seen three different versions of Vision now. Um, you know, Captain America technically didn't die, so we could see him coming back at some point, right? No one. Well, he did come back as President Joe Biden. As President Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know. So so like. I mean, Bucky. Techn- like we all thought Bucky died at the end of the first Captain America movie. Yeah, but even then, you know, like, well, he's his best friend. He's not really dead. Right, and that's the thing is like. And, and you mentioned this earlier of like from a business side, we know these actors have signed on for however many roles. Yep. And so, you know, because of their contracts. So, so we, we know like, okay, well, this isn't the end of, of Wanda. Uh, this isn't the end of Monica. We're going to see these characters for sure. in these other movies and these other things. And so when, when is there going to be some like, like, we don't know death, like right like what what are when are there going to be some stakes that are actually gonna not be somehow undone later i don't know but also don't think that you can in the way that we really want to see mm-hmm. that Except when you do something like Legion, which is something that you and I talked about on the phone last week. Yeah, we did. I meant to mention previously as a, you know, kind of counter example because there was there was a podcast I was listening to where they were kind of lauding the way a superhero series has never tackled important issues quote unquote like Mm -hmm. grief and depression and i literally screamed in my car legion did that yes (laughs) and then i called olivia i called you and said this podcast just said this and i'm so annoyed and (laughs) because legion is I, i i do think legion is better than wandavision i think it's like kind of stands heads above many tv shows period Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. most superhero stories content, yeah, content, yes, and mm-hmm. so, and just in the way that they that it portrays mental illness and mm-hmm. also human struggle, it's kind of unparalleled. So, I just want to put that on the record. Uh, yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what Legion is, it's an FX show. Uh, Isaac and I watched the first season together our senior year of college. Mm-hmm. And it the first season, especially Isaac and I were talking about this the other day. I I haven't finished the second season, and I haven't started seen the third at all. Uh, but the first season, especially, is so good. It the character of Legion is played by Dan Stevens, who um, is I think he's a great actor. Um, yeah. He was Excellent in actor. what is he was that? in Beauty and the Beast. He was in Beauty and the Beast as the Beast. As the Beast. Um, he was also in what is that British show that everyone loved? That... Downton Abbey. Yes, thank you. And I he was in a indie thriller called The Guest, which is really, really good. If anyone has access to that, not sure what it's playing on, but The Guest is he he plays a very suave man who comes and stays with the family, and one of the daughters starts to think that something's off with him, and it devolves and. He, he turns out to be not who he says he is, obviously, but it's also 
just a really great acting showcase for him. Strongly, strongly recommend the guest. Um, yeah. Also, he's come up before in the past when I think I think on record where I said that I wanted him to play Doctor Doom. Yes, you have you have talked about that a lot actually. Um, which is I I would watch him in anything. Um, he's he's great. So anyway, but Legion in the comics is the son of Professor X. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, He's the son of Professor X. And he has crazy and powers. His, crazy, crazy powers. Also like Wanda, his powers are like, you don't really know the the depth of his powers. Um, but he's so good at, Dan Stevens is so good in that show. Aubrey Plaza is in it. And she, it's probably some of her best acting. Um, and yes. I would love to be able to like, kind of give you a summary of what happens in the first season. Mm-hmm. But it's just so crazy that I don't know if I can give an accurate summary. Can you? It, it, yeah. So Noah Hawley is the director and creator for Legion. And he, so apparently his directorial debut, Lucy in the Sky with Natalie Portman was panned critically, which is disappointing because you would you would think that anything he touches turns to gold based on the work he's done in Legion and Fargo, mm -hmm. and which is disappointing. But anyway, all that to say, um, I think he may have been talking to Marvel about something at some point. I feel like that Legion. was happening. So we'll have I to like, we'll have yeah. to give an update next time we do a Marvel episode. But um, yeah, the. Anyway, yeah, Legion, <laughs> Legion's so hard to describe, but it's so it it just it does not relent, and it's not um, it demands that you watch it, mm -hmm. which I absolutely love about movies and TV, and uh, it's critically underrated. It deserves love. You can watch it on FX on Hulu. Yeah. Also, After... the guest is playing on Netflix, so go watch oh, the guest. Good to know. It's also a lean I... 100 minutes. Oh, that is a that yeah. is a lean amount of time. Yeah. After every episode of Legion, Isaac and I would just turn to each other and be like, "What? What the heck?" Yeah, we were like, "What is?" Also, going on? it's kind of scary. So I think we should include that as a yeah as a yeah uh, caveat. Dis yeah full disclaimer. Full, full disclaimer disclosure. yeah i was i was gonna say disclosure but i felt like that wasn't right full disclosure um some people I, yeah. are into that some people are like oh, i don't want to watch it there are some it's, scenes it's where little... i literally jumped and yeah, yeah it's kind of scary yeah i think that there were a couple times where i would like have a pillow kind of like over my face just in case anything happened but it's a little little intense it's a little scary not like terrifying though mm-hmm but it does kind of get you. I would not watch it with small children. Mm -hmm. Just definitely. But anyway, um, yeah. What is the I, villain called in the first season? Lenny. Lenny, but he is the something the king. Shadow King. Shadow King. Oh my gosh! Man, yeah. I don't know where I pulled that from. Your memory, because we watched <laughs> it together. My memory, because we watched it together. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else to cover? We 
uh, we are going to cover Falcon and Winter Soldier, TBD, we'll if that. we are going to do every episode or three episodes or like two episodes. Maybe we could just yeah. do, I don't know. We'll talk about we'll, it. We'll, ta- well, you and I will talk amongst ourselves and yeah. we'll figure it out. Alert the public of our intentions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, I'm excited, excited for whatever's next. What are you most excited out of everything that's been announced, Olivia? As far as the MCU is concerned? Yes. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm really interested by Loki just to see kind of what shenanigans he's going to get into. We do love um, some Tom Hiddleston shenanigans. I do love Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. I... I unsurprisingly am excited for Captain Marvel 2. Uh, what is the director's name? Nia DaCosta? Uh-huh. She is directing Captain Marvel 2. She directed this movie called Little Woods, which has Tessa Thompson and Lily James in it. And it is, mm-hmm. it's a slow burn. I don't know if everyone would like it, but it is so good. Um, so I'm excited to see what she does with Captain Marvel 2. She's also, also doing the Candyman reboot. She is. Which looks so scary. <laughs> it looks so scary. I don't know if I can watch it. Yeah. I, I'm I'll terrified. probably watch it. I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you, it comes out. Right. Who, um, knows? Who knows when it's going to release? Who knows? I, I'm i also interested to see Eternals. It's no longer think, the Eternals. Yeah, it's I think Eternals, Eternals is what I'm most excited for because I've, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yep. It's got a fantastic, it's got a very large cast, very mm-hmm. fantastic cast. Love an ensemble. Yeah, great ensemble. Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Just won Golden Globe for, for Nomadland. Yes. Very excited for her. She is the first, she's the second woman, first of Asian descent to win that award, uh, which is incredible. I'm very excited for her. Hollywood um, Foreign Press Association is a joke. It sucks. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it freaking sucks. Anyway, not the time nor the place. Um, but very, very excited for Chloe Zhao. She's she's great. I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to see Eternals. Yeah, I agree. I which think will Eternals. hopefully come out this year, but we'll see. I think Eternals, Eternals, and um. What is it? Eternals and Shang-Chi. Know nothing yes. about Shang-Chi. That'll be no, nothing. straight Marvel, not Marvel, martial, <laughs> straight up martial arts in the mm-hmm. MCU will be fun to see. Yeah. Because I don't count <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> I don't think anyone should. If you like it- Iron Fist, let us know because... We're willing to be wrong. We're open to discussion, but neither neither Olivia nor I like Iron Fist at all. <laughs> the second season was better than the first season. The character of Colleen was the best part of the entire show. Yes, I agree. So Colleen Wing. Did you know that she almost I forget her uh, actress the actress's name, but she uh, was almost in the running to play Ray in Star Wars. Really? Yes. I think she I did not know that. Great job. Yeah. I think her name is Jessica Henwick. Yes. I cannot remember her name. Yeah. She, I did not know she was in Game of Thrones. 
She's one of the sisters, assassin sisters from one of the countries. Yeah, that's something kingdoms. I know about. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I don't know. I I didn't get that far. She's in the fifth, sixth, and seventh season of Game of Thrones, and yep. I definitely have not gotten that far. So yeah, um, keep at it. Game of Thrones yeah. is not one of the best season finales. That's another that's why we didn't talk about people. it earlier. I have seen the finale mostly because I haven't seen it and. I honestly forgot everyone hated it because yep. I am not that invested in it like everyone else. I think um, I think the best season finale in Game of Thrones is season four. Yeah, I support when... that. <laughs> Did you see that far? <laughs> I, I've gotten to like three episodes in the season two. That's yeah, how far I am. Anyway, did you did you know that uh, Sean Bean was going to die at the end of season one? no that so was were you shocking like, what? yeah well because like i knew he was like such a main character like he, he's in half he's of such the a game of Thrones means yeah yes um but i have seen where he he's like i don't want to take a part in which my character dies i have died so many times in the roles i've taken on which is fair he's died a lot um but anyway yeah so Eternals. I I hope I would like to see Jessica Jessica Henwick come back for yeah literally anything in the MCU yeah be great so um hopefully we'll see Charlie Cox and oh I don't remember the others names uh, uh Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones I would love to for that Mike Mike Coulter was he Luke Cage? Yes, he yeah. was Luke Cage. Um, he's on some show right now. What's that show called? Evil on CBS. Oh yeah. Which apparently is actually like kind of scary. Huh. So anyway. Um Yeah, he's good. He's good. Freaking uh Oh, oh, oh. Um, what is her name? Not Viola Davis. Uh, I can't remember. I get her mixed up with the the lady in Luke Cage. Oh, Alfrey Wood Woodward. Yes, yes, yes. Woodard. Yeah. Woodard. She's uh, so good. She was good. Yeah. Really good in Luke Cage. And Mahershala Lee is gonna play Blade. Blade. Even though he was in Luke Cage, which I think that's cool. Well, uh, Woodard was in Civil War. Civil War. Yep. So. Interesting. Very interesting. Just for a very small part, if you're scratching your head thinking, when was she in Civil War? It was a very small part. It's a critical part. It is a very, because it, yeah, it, her son was on a trip in Sokovia when Age of Ultron was happening and unfortunately died and really made Tony think about how their actions genuinely have consequences. Mm -hmm. Even though in every superhero movie, it's like, who cares if they've destroyed the entire city? Yep. I appreciate. Yep. I do really appreciate that about age of Ultron for sure. Yes. But the thing I appreciate about age of Ultron most is the two robots at the end talking about whether or not humanity should be allowed to continue living. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. It is. Josh Whedon is the last great thing he did. Josh Whedon is canceled. We're never going to talk about him on this podcast again. I don't, uh he he didn't even direct age of ultron we don't even yeah, need to did. acknowledge him 
No, I know. We don't have to acknowledge. Oh yeah, him yeah. As a director. Whoever the director was, yeah. The director. I like, I like, I like how you spun that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you were so very much. I like, was like, no, yes, he Olivia. Did. <laughs> he did. We've talked about this on several occasions. Yes, he did. Yeah. We don't have to acknowledge it. Yeah. Anyway, Olivia. Also, th- what? No, sorry, sorry. Also, at some point soon, we're gonna talk about the Snyder Cut. Oh my gosh! Yeah. We're going DC, but. And we're going full, like, I've done a full 180 on, I used to think Zack Snyder was a bad director. (laughs) And I'm kind of, well, I mean, there'd be a lot of people who might say that too, but. No, I think that's fair. But we're going to, you, me, and Eric are going to argue whether Joss Whedon's coherent, but very mediocre cut is better than the sprawling, intense, hold no bars, somewhat incoherent version that is four hours long that we're going to get on March 18th with Can I just Zack say, Snyder's Justice League. Yes. I, I already know how I feel about this, that, that debate. I already know. Well, I do too. Which is why I'm like so surprised because I used to be like, man, Joss Whedon's like such a better director than Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder's not the right person to do this with the MCU. But it turns out that Zack Snyder's a better person morally than Joss Whedon. It's crazy. Also, never mind. We don't have to. I don't want to keep talking about Joss Whedon. That's our teaser for Justice League. Justice League. Zack Snyder's Snyder Justice Cut. League coming on March 19th. I think yes. it's so it's coming out on the 18th. March 18th and I think that's a Thursday it's coming out March 18th which is a Thursday because well Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out on March 19th which is a Friday oh we're gonna have so much podcast we're gonna have so much content coming out that week oh man when am I gonna have time to watch it on that day anyway we'll talk about that (laughs) you you have like no time I have no time it's fine I'll probably have to watch it in pieces yeah that's okay that's okay Eric's gonna hate us for making us watch, making him watch it, but it's okay. He likes Zack Snyder. He does. I forget that. All right. But he said, he said, anyway, our listeners know that Eric is against quote unquote bad movies. So anyway, whatever. Yeah. Olivia, (laughs) Isaac, (laughs) thanks for logging on, talking about WandaVision and Zack Snyder. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. We'll continue to cover MCU things for our listeners, so uh, stay tuned. Let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, if you enjoyed WandaVision or if you disagreed with some of our takes, feel free to DM us on Instagram or Twitter or send us a message on Facebook. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share this with anyone who loves the MCU or WandaVision in general. And we will see you on the flippity flip. (laughs) I don't know when this is going to. Oh, um, our midnight special came out. Midnight special episode came out yesterday. I guess by the time this is going to be published, it will be, will have been released yesterday on March 6th. 6th. Thank you. I'll have my calendar in front of me. You're good. And our next series is Flyover Essentials. So what you have Mm -hmm. to look forward to next is Dazed and Confused, which is going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. So everybody get ready. And we are going to the Multiverse of Madness. I don't know. 
It's going to be mad fun. And be mad fun and a whole multiverse of it. There's going to be a whole multiverse of it. And so. we have no way home. Not a single way home. Yeah. New Spider-Man. But we're eternally grateful to be covering Marvel. And hopefully we won't run into any Black Widows. Yep. And with that, <laughs> have a great night. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs>